Hi, I'm Ruthie, owner of Defy the Status Quo, and you're listening to an episode of the Defiant Business Podcast, your daily 10-minute shot of business knowledge. So let's get right to it. This morning, we are going to talk about the optimal morning routine. And that means a little something different to everybody. So I asked my network on LinkedIn and in a new platform I'm using called the Girl Boss Community, uh, what was a critical part of their morning routine? What was the piece of their routine that they, you know, really felt got their day off to the right start? And this is important because according to Mel Robbins, a video she posted on Instagram, which I'll link in the show notes, it's not when you get up. So don't worry. I'm not telling you you have to get up at like four o'clock in the morning, although that is what I do sometimes. Uh, She said it was how you woke up that was critical. And that's actually a distinction that's really important. And it's one that I've kind of always, you know, held on to no matter when you were waking up. So it's not about getting up at four o'clock in the morning and let's say you work a swing shift and you don't start work until two. Well, then you don't need to get up at four o'clock, but it's how you wake up. You're in control of your morning and you have the opportunity to do the activities that set you up for success. So if you don't have four children, that's right, I've got four. If you don't have four children running around in the morning uh, and you can get up at eight and still be in control of your morning, then get up at eight if that's what you need to feel rested and be at your best for the day. So something I noticed was that there were some common themes in the flood of responses that I got. So thank you. If you also answered any of those questions and you're listening to this episode, I really appreciate it. Thank you. There were some common themes that came from everybody's responses. One of the first things I noticed was doing some sort of mental focusing activity. So for some people, that was meditation or prayer, you know, kind of first thing in the morning, uh, or reflection on things that made them grateful. One of the more actively mental things that came up a lot was journaling, which is something I, you know, wished I did more of. And journaling, and it's, for a lot of people, it's just like five to 10 minutes of getting their thoughts out of their brains and getting them onto the paper. And that can really do a lot for you, especially first thing in the morning, you're kind of still in touch with your dream side, your creative side, and you just kind of want to, you know, just word vomit those things out onto the paper. So journaling is a top thing. And if I recall correctly, it's also one of the things that all the most successful people in the world, it's one of their, you know, habits of the most successful people. Another thing that's really great for you to do is to plan out your day. And this is something I do. I put a lot of emphasis on, I pick my three top priorities for the day. I need to get these three things done. And if I do, then yay. Now I try not to beat up myself too much if I don't get them done. But you're supposed to identify the top three priorities that will move your business forward. So if you're an entrepreneur and you're listening to this, it's, um, we know, right? Like that are our to-do list. There's never a day when you're going to get everything you should be doing on your to-do list done. Like it's just not happening. You will reach a point basically where it's good enough, right? And so some days we feel like we've gotten a lot accomplished and we may have checked off a lot of things on our to-do list, but that's not what these three priorities are about. 
when you plan out your three priorities for the day, it's supposed to be critical activities. Um, and don't forget, like if you have a virtual assistant or something, these should be activities that you can't delegate for some reason, that they, they should be the things that you have to do. Because if you can delegate them, then you should, and you should find a more critical activity that you have to be the one to do. Topics aren't math questions. They're not easy to solve. They're not recipes. But Google is still copying content and presenting it on their website, and they didn't ask anybody if they could do that. So that's where the point of contention comes from. So Google's moving now. More, I mean, it's been it's been on the radar, right? Google cares about user intent. It used to be that when somebody entered in something on the computer and they were looking for something, Google took those exact words and that's what they were looking for. So I don't know if you remember, um, or maybe you're not old enough to remember, maybe it's just me, but I would have to type in different... Uh, approaches to my keyword to try to get the answer that I was looking for. So maybe if you're a millennial, you remember that. And if you're Gen Z, you're like, oh, what are you talking about? Google's always known what I wanted. So that's what I used to do. I used to change my search query to try to get what I actually wanted. Google noticed people doing that. And so they changed the algorithms because so that way it could focus more on intent. And one of those types of intent they're looking at, uh, they're taking location into, uh, into effect or into or they're accounting for location for the people using their search engine. And so if you hear, oh, you've been working with a search uh, engine optimization agency and they just told you that you rank for number one for small business accounting in Baltimore, let's say, but you're not going to rank number one for small business accounting in New York or Miami. No, other businesses there are going to rank for that. Even though you could render your services completely online, you do not rank number one for small business accounting all over the world. Like that's not what the case is. So you, even if you do rank number one, where do you rank number one? That's the next question. And so what it used to be, these search engine optimization agencies are like, oh, we'll get you to number one, pay us all this money, we'll get you number one.